Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and on this podcast, we have soulful, explicit conversations about every element of human sexuality. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com, where you will find all of our resources waiting for you. Go to PleasureMechanics.com slash free to enroll in our free online course and get started right away. And if you've been listening to this show for a while and have felt our work touch your life, go to PleasureMechanics.com slash love, where you will find multiple ways to show your love and support for this show. Thank you for listening. We are feeling the love this week. Amazing love because we were notified that we were nominated for a Sexual Freedom Awards as part of the 25th Annual Sexual Freedom Awards Ceremony in London next week. We so wish we could be at the ceremony, but it's so meaningful to us to be nominated for this award that for 25 years has been recognizing pioneers and visionaries and artists in the field of sexuality. And if you look at the nominees for this year alone or throughout the 25-year history of this organization, it's a wonderful reminder that there are so many front lines of the movement we call sexual liberation or sexual freedom. There's artists and erotic performers There's academics and teachers, there's scientific researchers and social commentators, and we have been nominated as publicist of the year, and I love this category because sometimes I do feel like I am a PR agent for a healthy sex culture. It's like we're reporting from the front lines of sex culture today and also envisioning what a new sex culture could look like together. So whether it was called publisher or producer or podcast of the year, we're just so honored to be part of this community engaging with the very real ideas and actions and community movements that work towards erotic liberation and sexual freedom for all beings. It's such a big and bold mission And it's been really beautiful to see all the different ways that people are contributing to that goal and all the different flavors and styles and passion and power and creativity that that people are bringing to this end. And we are thrilled to be a part of it. And a part of what? So what does sexual freedom mean? This question was thrown in our lap this week through the nomination process. We were asked to respond to the question, what does sexual freedom mean to you in 2019? And it's such a beautiful question, a huge question, a daunting question. Um, And we threw it back out to our communities on different social media platforms. And it was really wonderful to engage with this question this week. And so for the episode this week, we wanted to have a little conversation about this big question. What does sexual freedom mean? Why is it worth working towards? How is it connected with the global movements of equity and social justice, just as it is connected to what happens in your bedroom and your genitals, in your body, right? I think inherent in this question of what is sexual freedom 
some of our most immediate answers might be very, very personal, freedom from shame and from secrecy, freedom to live and love and fuck how we want to, individual sexual freedom. But then immediately on the heels of that, we recognize this is a social movement and in fact a global project of epic proportions for any of us to be free, truly free, for any of us to experience sexual freedom, we need freedom from the systems of oppression and human bondage and injustice that rob us of individual body autonomy and body sovereignty. For the conditions to exist that all bodies could have body sovereignty, the world would have to change entirely for that to be so. And it is a worthwhile aim to work towards. It will probably never happen in our lifetime, but it is worth moving towards. Medicine's doing wonderful things nowadays, my dear. <laughs> I'm sticking around to see it. And this has been an organizing question of my life, right? What would the world look like if we had an ideal sex culture? So it's as much as anything, it's a thought experiment of going into this question and wondering what does sexual freedom mean? What does it feel like? What would it feel like in your individual body? And then what would the world look like if more and more of us had access to that state of sexual freedom? So this is such an amazing question and we are not going to even take aim at answering it today. More, we just want to open the question and remind us all of this connection and just invite us to connect the dots between our individual access to pleasure, to fucking, to orgasms, to genitals, right? Like all of that, like really practical stuff of sex and sexual pleasure, how we can show up for that, the freedom we feel in expressing ourselves, in feeling our feelings. What is the connection between that and global systems of economy, global systems of racial justice, global systems of how we take care of one another as societies. And as we explore different ways of occupying our sexualities, thinking about sharing pleasure, sharing power and resources and <laughs> connection, Thanks for jumping in here. I am off the deep end. <laughs> Reel me in, my love. What was I saying? As we learn this through showing up for one another in our most intimate realms, we are modeling new ways of being together in the collective, in the biggest sense of humans on this planet together. Totally. If we can live in our intimate realms without being burdened by the scripts of shame, or the scripts of gender that constrain how we can be with one another, we be can begin to experience more sexual freedom in these micro moments where we feel the safest. And then from those moments, we can begin to change things in a community setting, in our workplace. We can show up with a bit more strength and authenticity and feeling less shame. And that can influence and impact a larger a larger goal if we are all doing this and for now it's enough just to think about this question of how sexually free are you 
So as you think about your individual sexual freedom, there's these lenses we can think of, the freedom from and freedom to. So freedom from being owned and dominated, freedom from your body being controlled and choices made for you rather than you making autonomous choices for your body, freedom from shame, guilt, and fear, freedom from misinformation, freedom from violence and trauma. So how free are you from those things? And then what are you free to do? Are you free to love who you want to love? Are you free to connect with the people you want to connect to? Are you free to feel your deepest feelings and then express them safely into socially loving, connected relationships that will support you in being the full human being that you are? Are you free to do those things? These are the questions that come up right on the heels of this big question. What does sexual freedom mean? And we see how interconnected we are in the answers to these questions. And how truly none of us are free until all of us are free. Because we cannot live together as human beings, owning one another, dominating one another, subjugating one another, and still have the empathy and joyful connection of eroticism intact. Eroticism invites us into deep interconnection with one another so we feel our feelings together. And that means we have shared stakes in shit. When you feel the feelings of other human beings around you deeply, you have shared stakes in their outcome. And so you're looking for the win-win. You're looking for a situation where you're both pleasured. Again, the microcosm of sex, the macrocosm of society, how can we all get off? How can we all get our needs met? How can we all be tended to, loved, held, cherished, no matter what? And can we build a culture around those ethics and those principles instead of an ethics of principles of domination and violence and subjugation? These are really big ideas with historical context, with global context, and maybe take some time to think about how this is relevant for you in your life. Last week, we talked about the myth of virginity and of the hymen breaking. And this is one example of ways that ideas and myths become so real in our lived lives and have a real emotional and physical impact in how we live and how we love and what we do with our bodies. And this idea of what would more sexual freedom look like in your body, in your life, is also an enormous question. And sometimes it can be easier to go to the children. Mm. What would more sexual freedom look like for the coming mm. generations? What is at stake in that? What are the gifts that we could pay forward in how we teach our children and children in our lives about sexuality, their bodies, consent, communication, relationships, love. We feel, we know deeply how swooping these effects are in our life and how when we're talking about sex, we're never just talking about coitus, right? Like this isn't about the mechanical act of intercourse. This is one of the most profound and central questions about the human condition 
So for some of us thinking about the children and thinking about coming generations, and then for some of us thinking about the past and dredging up, excavating all of the ways sexual freedom has been denied to human beings will be really energizing and clarifying and put your life in context of these global systems of power and oppression. Like what did you learn as a Catholic girl growing up in California that had everything to do with the Spanish conquest of the American continents and colonialism, right? Like these are huge questions that are deeply connected on this really visceral level. And for some of us, myself included, geeking out on the history gives us incredible compassion for our lived experiences. But you also might want to look around and think about how you can create sexual freedom for the people in your community, in your world, in your life, in your family, and for yourself. What few steps would carve out more sexual freedom for you? What would that look like to you? Can just be a really playful, open-ended, curious question and go from there. Um, But I think it's really important for us all to feel into this connection between the personal and the political, the personal and the global, and start thinking. I mean, I kind of think about us as just a family of billions of lovers and an intergenerational web of kin, right? Like if we think about the human family that way on this fragile planet spinning around in space, Like when I think about it through that lens, it's like, let's just all be really good lovers to one another. And how do we start thinking about culture through that lens? Let me know how you're thinking about this. This might resonate deeply with you and you might be thinking we've gone off the deep end, but we will be back next week with more really practical ideas and approaches to individual sex lives and individual relationships. Because for us, That's our front lines, like how we show up in our bodies when we're coming, when we're fucking, when we're feeling, and when we're loving one another. That to me is how all of this shows up day to day in our life and matters the most. How we treat one another and how we treat ourselves. And there's so much work to do there. And it's joyful work because all of that brings us closer to ourselves to each other, to pleasure, to what I believe is the natural human state of loving one another. So no big deal, sexual freedom. It was a really wonderful week of sitting with this idea um, and kind of like just being with our mission statement and remembering why we do this work week to week. Um, It's no less than a global project of erotic liberation for all sentient beings. And that starts with you and your orgasm and your genitals and your heart and your feelings. And we are here for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love you, honey. Thanks for being a sexual freedom fighter with me. And lover. <laughs> freedom fighter and lover. Thank you for your intense passion and commitment to this. Mm-hmm. I feel that all the time. I love how much you love. You do not get a break from it. <laughs> 
If you do not want to break from our intense passion <laughs> and commitment to your pleasure, come on over to pleasuremechanics.com slash love where you will find ways to show your support for this show and dive deeper with us. And we will be back with you next week with another episode of Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics. Wishing you a lifetime of pleasure and sexual freedom yes. for all beings. <laughs>